1: My sweet flying through the air it's the way I feel. On
0: Hello everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Not Just Blowing Smoke," coming at you live from my smoking room somewhere in the Rocks Village Historic District of Haverhill, Massachusetts. And uh, be sure to subscribe to us here on Facebook or YouTube if you're watching the stream live. If you're listening to it after the fact, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you're getting it from, whether that be on Podbean or iHeartRadio or Pandora or Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever else you may have got this. We're everywhere. I am Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul, Pablo, Maduro. Hello, folks. And Dave, who is floating above the fireplace. Hello, Dave. How did you get above my fireplace?
2: <laughs> it's a kind of magic.
0: People have told me that this place is haunted.
2: Yes. Now we know
1: it is now we, for sure. know it is.
2: Um,
0: and for well, that's maybe a little private joke that that I need to cut you all in on. Uh, my house is very old. It was built in 1780. And so, um, uh, a lot of people have, uh, you know, back then there weren't places to, you know, there weren't funeral homes that come and take the bodies away. When somebody died, they died there and stayed there, got viewed there. This was actually the viewing room where that happened. So, um, joke about the ghosts. Okay. People, um, some people can't stay in my house, they get freaked out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, mm-hmm. I had one person house it for us, yeah. And when we came back, he said, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> he and he was sure that there were ghosts or that he could not wait for us to come
1: back. It was the slamming, trip. creaking going on, yeah, yeah unexplained
0: things, you know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and and the guy was dry, so it's not like he was drinking. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I have no idea
0: where all this stuff came from.
1: Was it a but, cold, dark, windy night when he? <laughs> <had>? <laughs> you know, I think it was actually. It was, uh,
0: you know, because I think we had uh, vacationed in Florida that year and mm-hmm. left here, and and um, you know, but uh, you can't have everything, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we lost a house sitter that that uh, week, but uh, we're doing something special tonight, and, and part of that is we are. Um, broadcasting from my smoking room, my library, and my house. This is my man cave. And um, uh, actually, it was Dave who had the idea of doing a show from here. Yeah, In the baby. middle of winter, we had the fire going, the fireplace and everything. You've heard me say, I don't smoke outside. I light the fire and sit up, and I put on my unicorn slippers And get by the fire. And now you see that that is true. I was not exaggerating in the least. And um, uh, so the change of location is one of the things that makes this special. The second thing is, is that uh, we are doing something uh, we've never done before. And that Mm. is uh, focusing the show around a blind tasting of similar type tobaccos. This was actually Pablo Maduro's idea. And um, I was very impressed, being that, you know, he's, you know, he enjoys his pipe, but cigars are really where his...
1: uh, Not to the extent that you gentlemen do. Yeah,
0: cigar is really where he he goes, but he really thought this would make a great episode. Mm. And and, um, so uh, we had the idea of doing tobaccos that not only were similar in blend, but were similar in style. So we have three different coin cut tobaccos and you see them there on the table. And um, uh, of course, you know, we kind of know what the three are, but we don't know what, you know, they're all in identical holders. So we don't know which really is which uh, unless you can tell by looking at it. Um, And uh, there's one that should give itself away. A little bit, but the other two are really kind of close. But we're going to be seeing, you know, um, what we think of these three tobaccos. They're all Virginia Perique blends. Um, and um, they're all in a coin cut. And we're going to see which one we like best. We're going to see which one we like best with the Woodford Reserve, which is what yeah. we are pairing tonight. Um, and it's just the three of us, you know, it's raining out. So Pat really couldn't risk coming because it's just so, so dangerous.
1: This car wouldn't make it.
0: Yeah. His car, his car wouldn't make it. And so. You know, Paul was telling us, you know, on his way here, there was like an inch deep puddle he went through. And when he saw the side splash, you know, make it up past the rim of his tire, he he called, he, he texted Pat and said, look, just stay where you are. Be safe. Mm-hmm. It's horrible out there. It's dangerous. We don't want you to die or get in a wreck. So please just just have an opus and be happy wherever you're at. And um, I don't know that he ever replied to that. Did he? Did no, he, he never replied. He never replied. So, so he, we can he only knew hope, I was right. We can only hope that he isn't <laughs> alone and hurt on the side on of the road, road somewhere. You know, wet. You know, wet, you know, <laughs> out on a cold February night,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. So maybe we should have a moment of silence for Pat. I don't know.
1: No, that's his just- no, no mm. one no, sounds. No, no, Okay, very good. So <laughs>
0: uh, tonight is the coin toss episode, mm. and so we are gonna uh, toss, toss a coin to your piper. Toss these coins into the pipe and see which we like best. See if we can guess which is which. Um, and I'm very interested. You know, now these are all tobaccos we've done on the show, mm. uh, so it's not like they should be completely unfamiliar. Um, I realize I'm more familiar with tobaccos than the two of you and certainly of Paul. So I'm really interested to see if you guys can pick out which tobacco is which. Mm-hmm. And what are the tobaccos that are in there? The tobaccos that we are that we have are the Davidoff Flake Medallions and Escudo Navy Deluxe. And Peterson Deluxe Navy Rolls. Those are the three ones that we're doing. But like I said, they're out of the packaging, and they've been put out and moved around so that, you know, unless you really know your stuff, you're not going to be able to know which is which. So right off the bat, let's, let's start with you, Paul. What are you...
2: Yes, Paul what are you picking on up
0: app. in the pipe that you are smoking and we started with the one um, on a point at the one that uh, uh, it's on yeah the uh, one their that's closest left. to me yeah, yeah, yeah so the one, one on that's closest left. to me or in Dave
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right so uh, initially i'm picking up a lot of that nice fruit uh, tangy citrus mm-hmm. uh, spice from the perique uh, bready notes mm-hmm. um, perique? and some earth earth um, but very well balanced but it, it the uh, this one here, I, I, the spice notes really come through. It's, mm. it's a little more uh, of a. Uh, the, it's a. I'll call it a. It's a tangy citrus spice is yeah. what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right off the bat, uh, retrohale, um, nice, smooth, but rich spice too. Rich spice. Yeah, and, and it's retro. a little tangy as well. Yep. Now with the Woodford, it's bringing out more to me. A little bit more of the earthy, bready spice notes, mm-hmm. um, kind of that pushes back the fruit notes a little bit. Um, the tang isn't really there anymore. But I'll tell you, um, if you like Virginia Parique whatever this blend is, is very, very good. It's good, huh? Very, you like very it? good. Yes, you like it? yes, yes, I really, really do. Dave, mm.
0: what about you? Do you have any uh, uh, notes on this?
2: You know, well, I'm definitely getting on the bread and like a little bit of the the fruit. Definitely tastes the uh, Cavendish. There was a Cavendish core to this one mm-hmm. from pressing it into my bowl. Um, and I, I concur with Paul that the. Uh, it's. Um, well, I concur with Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Very good. That's all that needs to be said, Dave. I concur. <laughs> I concur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said right there. Um, so for me, uh, certainly the that stewed fruit kind of notes the the citrus. I I am picking up on that like a white bread kind of mm-hmm. bread note, mm. mm-hmm. and um, there is a little sweetness here um, that's really really nice. The spice is there, but where I really get it is on the retrohale. Oh yes, and the retrohale. This stuff is a, almost a beast as far yeah. as the spice goes very rich and, and you're right too, Paul, that there is a citrusy tinge mm-hmm. even in the retrohale. So yes. there's that citrus zing, uh really deep, rich kind of stone fruit notes, you know, and some maybe a little bit of wood, a little bit of hay here and there. But very, very nice.
1: Well so and on the on the palate, the spice notes isn't a beast, but it's tingling my palate. It's mm. tingling my tongue. It, it's it, it's it, in, in every drawer. I can feel it. Mm. Mm-hmm. While uh, you're
2: being tingled, uh, the <laughs> chat the over Paul here yeah. <laughs> wants to know uh, what a coin cut is. Mm.
0: That mm. is an excellent question. Let's uh, do a little educational stuff.
2: Yep, and that was asked multiple times. Okay, uh, so and also by John Rudos. yeah.
0: a coin cut looks like this. Okay, and I'm going to hold this up for you. you got this flake that is real thin cut, but it's round. This stuff was made as a, uh, like a big sausage and then sliced real thin. And so you can see the tobacco spun around it. Do you see that? Can I get close like that? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, you see that? See how it's spun around like that? Now, I'll tell you, this is not what's in the pipe right now. This is, I just picked this up, this is from the second, the second bolt there. Um, But that's what's called a coin shape and, um, or a coin cut. So that's So this is actually what's in the pipe right now. This right here. And this coin is a little bit more. Can you see that?
2: Mm -hmm. You can go closer. Yep. I can go
0: closer. Whoop.
2: Yep. There you go. Corn
0: slippers. Yep. See that? Very, very nice. All right.
1: Now I'm going to probably get ahead of myself with this, but I think just in case a future question comes through, Dave. But when you're dealing with coin slices, and again, when I first started smoking pipes with you guys, um, and we did our first coin, the, the my first uh, tendency—well, the tendency was for me to actually pull it apart. Okay, kind of pull it apart, kind of break it all down, and then pack my pipe. I learned after the fact that what some people do, and I don't know if you do, have done this, I did this tonight, was to fold the coin. Mm -hmm. Fold it either in half or in quarters and just stuff the pipe that way. And So I ended up doing maybe a coin slice and a half to pack my (laughs) pipe tonight. Did you guys fold it, or did you break it up?
2: So the way I do it is I take the coin... Uh, especially when it has, like, uh, like the one we started with has Cavendish the, the Cavendish floor. in the yep. center. Yep. I fold it on top of the Cavendish and stuff it down so, so the you... Cavendish is on the bottom. Okay, so you t- t-
1: took the both, both ends, yep. Scru- yep. moved it in the middle, kind okay, of fold it in the middle, and then just packed it that way? Yeah. All right. I, I didn't do that, Dave. I just kind of folded it in half, mm-hmm. kind of put the end in, and then folded it while it was in the pipe so that I don't even know where the Cavendish part is. <laughs> but, um Maybe I'll try that next time.
2: Yeah, I've learned that trick from uh, Amos coin slice. Yeah. Okay. And what, what it uh, what I found that it does when I do that is you'll smoke through the Virginia and then when you get to the Cavendish it's like a burst of sweetness. Okay. And then it'll go away back to the Virginia. It's kinda cool. Yeah. So then you get right. that layered effect.
1: Yeah. There was no there was no methodology to how I was packing my pipe other than just folding it. So <laughs> I'll try that next time.
0: Mm. <laughs> um you can take the coins and rub them out like you said like you did in the beginning yeah you can do deliberate folds like Dave was talking about which basically layers the tobacco in a particular yep. way so that at some point you're going to get that the sweetness of the the Cavendish bullseye in there um, or you can just literally just uh, you know fold them up and and throw them into your pipe and stuff them in there Mm -hmm. uh, any which way which is what i happen to do um, with this particular one the plus of keeping the flake basically whole and folding it or just pushing it into your pipe is that it's going to the burn is going to be a little bit slower and that changes how you're going to experience the the blend of tobaccos um when you break it all up into ribbon again uh, these particular flakes all three of them are very fine cut they're almost a shag so it's going to burn quicker Mm -hmm. and that is going to change how the tobacco performs in your pipe Mm -hmm. whatever pipe you have it in so trying to do it in those different ways is going to create different experiences so you might want to see which one you like best and in which pipe you like it best Mm -hmm. if you have multiple pipes um, are there any other questions right now on nope social media or
2: anything like that? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'll mm. tell you
1: if you like Virginia Perique and specifically the Perique part. Mm-hmm. This is this this blend, whatever we're smoking, is it's really really, do really any, good. Do you have any guesses? Uh, I'm not. I'm going to withhold until we're going to withhold it yeah, until the end. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too early. Mm-hmm.
0: You have any uh, any guesses, Dave? As to no, this might be? I have you... no
1: guess whatsoever.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one of them had the Cavendish in the middle, so that pretty much doesn't help. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: no. Oh. no, if you don't know which one had the bullseye, uh, you-, you won't be able to guess which one this is.
1: Boy, that mm. re- hail is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It really is.
0: Can you feel the heat, Paul? Yes, I can. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, it's
1: very comfortable. Mm. And I got to be honest with you, Dan. I Um. think think the reason why I agreed to to (laughs) doing a blind taste test once Dave came up with the idea of doing it here was really just to do it here. (laughs) 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 I wanted to sit, I wanted to experience what you have told us time Mm. and time again about Mm. how this is your safe haven, how Mm -hmm. this is your little escape, this room. And I'll tell you, this is a great room. Man. We do have an, it...
2: another question. We want They want to know, uh, or specifically John Rudos wants to know if we offer all three at the store.
0: Yes, all three of mm-hmm. these were offered at the store. Yes. You can come to Twins, or you can call Twins and uh, get these things um, from both locations. And uh, uh, all three of these blends are... are um, well loved and well reviewed on tobacco reviews.com as mm-hmm. well. They've mm-hmm. been around for a long, long time. Um, and you know, like I said, they're all Virginia Pariks. Um, but, um, uh, and they're all kind of stalwarts in that blend, uh, family. Uh, Virginia Parik or Vapor is it's papers. sometimes called yes now here i'm letting you into a little bit of my my life showing you a little bit of my man cave here there's nothing you know, I, you know this is a I, I i like this it's you know it's comfortable it's it's night i can have people in here with and not feel like they're going to be dirty or they can, <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> For some places you go you wish you hadn't gone you know this is you know it's it's not ostentatious. There's there's not millions of dollars of stuff in here, but it is very comfortable. Very comfortable. And if you like older things, yes, um, you know, just staring at the ceiling, which is all unfinished. It's an open ceiling, and so you can see the cross beams that are original to the house from 1780. It's just very very um to me this is this is like a smoking room oh yes Mm -hmm. and the smoke just kind of goes up the fireplace here um you know i i'm like you know paul and dave you know my my favorite place to smoke is outside um and so in the in the warmer months uh which is like july and august (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> here in New Hampshire. <laughs> uh we have a we have a three season screened in porch and that's where I really like to to sit. Um but when it's too cold to be outside and you can be helped by lighting a fire, this just is awesome. And you know, I've got my TV, you know, which is actually behind where the camera is. Um got the computer here, we've got music in the room. <coughs> All my books, um, you can see the pastor and Pastor Padron is actually really, truly legit. I have my neat antique pipe lamp from Kurt Kendall. <laughs> Lord only knows where he got it or where, you know, but it's it's actually a really cool piece. Um, and uh, I have a little closet right here, which, you know, open up and there's all my pipe stuff in there some tobaccos my liquor cabinet down here mm-hmm. and uh my wife actually did co-opt some of my shelves for some of her books up there but uh that's fine so right here by the fire it's all very easy to get hold of things now i want to know from you guys d- do you guys have a man cave or something at your house. You may, I, I know you both may not be able to smoke where you're at, but do you guys have a room that is like devoted to your kind of relaxing, chilling, being a man? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you work 50 hours a week. All. <laughs> it's it's twin, called Twin Smoke Shop. Twin, twin Smoke Shop. That's where it is. Yeah. No. At, at,
1: I and it's funny cuz I <clears throat> I used to live in the country and I had a much larger home out there mm-hmm. and even there I never really had a room in the house mm-hmm. uh that I could call my own. I did, however, have um an older lodge that was part of the property when they built the house before mm-hmm. I took ownership of it it was a new development there was a lodge where they uh, the developer was showing the uh, plans of the uh, neighborhood <laughs> and the homes that they were going to build mm-hmm. and when i bought it that became mine it was mm-hmm. they, they offered to tear it down i said no keep it it was beautiful mm-hmm. um, it was done up inside and that was my escape place you know yeah. I, I didn't really yeah. I, I had a lot of plans when i first moved in there mm-hmm. none of them came into fruition uh, i never really had the time and I kind of lost interest in, in building it out further. Right. But it was, it had a, uh, a old, uh, barrel that was used for fire. Right. Um, and it actually, and in, because it was used as a, uh, place to show off the plans of the, uh, development, uh, they put in a heater, uh, an actual gas heater. So I fired that up a few times during the winter time, but mm-hmm. that lodge, you opened up the big doors and, and. Windows and it it was just a great place to hang out, um, you know, with friends and all that. But other than that, no, no. I never had a place That's, to call my own.
0: <laughs> I i feel bad for you, Paul.
1: <laughs> next house, Dan. Next house. The next house. I, cool. I now that I've seen this, I'm going to want a little study mm-hmm. with a fireplace. <laughs> yeah, you need a little study with a fireplace. Yeah, yeah. you hear like that,
2: Nicole? In Narnia, Yeah, <laughs> then, yep.
0: what about you, Dave? Do you have a man cave at your place?
2: Um, pretty much my whole house i mean uh, my my it's 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 my uh it's my i have a really small apartment and i've got you know um i live in i I actually my bedroom's in my living room and my each of my kids have their own room because they never had rooms growing up so i wanted i gave up my sacrificing i sacrificed so So and uh yeah yeah, uh, no i have a bed in my in my in my living room,
0: <laughs> you have a bed in your living room. I have a bed in my living it's room. It's not like something that transforms into a couch. It's just no, a bed. Just a bed. It's yep. in the living room.
2: Yep. A little weird, but it is what it is, and it's comfy. But we have a nice full size couch mm-hmm. in the in the living room too. So, and uh, but the uh, the apartment was um, one of the last the last building where they allowed smoking. Mm. So, I'm grandfathered in really yeah and I don't know what they did but yeah, that's cool. I we've I've had me and both the kids um, I say kids loosely they're 21 and or oh, 22 and 20 now pretty mm-hmm. much gonna be soon and uh the smoke and uh you can't really you can't walk in there you can't even smell it it's unbelievable it's great
0: what do you do to take care of I, I have this
2: yeah. what do you do um you know, every once in a while, we'll we'll spray like Febreze or Lysol, you know, but that's just because we do it out of habit, not really any need to. It doesn't smell. I ask people when they come over, you know, does it smell like smoke? And they'll be like, no. And so, and those are from non-smokers. Mm. So I don't know if it's the way they made the building because uh, it was originally for like smokers, but we don't, uh, it doesn't hold on to the smoke.
0: Well, that's good. You know, Mandy, my wife is a non-smoker and and uh, she has commented about how this room does not smell. She's also commented how my car also does not smell.
1: Now, do you keep the windows closed or open when you smoke in the car? When
0: I smoke, I'll crack a I'll crack yeah. a window yeah. or a moonroof. I love the moonroof thing because then the smoke just goes whoop yep. right up out of the back of the car. Yep, and you know I keep up with the. The ashes and the ashtray, you can see like my nice uh, uh, driftwood ashtray here with the little copper insert. Very nice. Is, uh, you know, clean. And so I I think that's where a lot of the stink comes from. It's from the leftovers. It's the butts. It's the ashes that really uh, do the smell. And um, so if you take care of that, you know, um, I think that I think that goes a long way towards mm-hmm. eliminating the smell. You know, in my case, you know, this the, the fireplace just pulls the smoke, you know, right out like, you know, and the three of us are smoking in here. There isn't a cloud of smoke up above us or anything. Um, now, being that this was built in 1780, one could argue that my that the bedroom of my oldest daughter. She no longer lives here, but maybe her room is full of smoke. I have no idea. I've never been up there when I've been smoking down here, so I have no idea, but I believe the smoke just goes right out the chimney, and so I don't need any ionizers, I don't need any expensive equipment, I don't need just turn that on and boom Mm -hmm. you're good.
1: Really, I mean mean, all three of us are smoking, and then once the smoke leaves the pipe, it just goes away. It just goes away. It does, yeah, it really does it's just, there's nothing hanging over, there's no halo it's just gone. Well, I think that's also in partial because it's
2: a 300 freaking year old house true there's plenty of drafts probably. true <laughs> well that's, yeah. that's just kind of yeah. what i just said yeah you know? yeah
0: but you know either way it's getting out mm-hmm. yeah
1: and
2: it's nice and warm mm-hmm. you know oh yeah very, nice very comfortable Mm-hmm.
1: i gotta tell you though that fire is just i love it mm-hmm. i really I, I miss it. having a fireplace yeah i really it do so Wood stoves
0: are great mm mm-hmm. You, you know and gas fireplaces are cool. You turn them on, turn them off. There's something about throwing some wood into a fireplace. The smell, the the, the, the crackle of it, you just it's it, you can't replace that with other things. You know, I, I know that if I put a wood stove in there, you know, I maybe the house would retain a lot more heat. It would kick off a lot more heat, but the ambiance that this creates yeah. is amazing.
1: Yeah. Now I've been known with this type of couch and this type of position <laughs> to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll keep if, you up. Yeah. I understand. Thanks, Dave. But throw, with the, with it's it's going to be you. maybe a little harder with now that we adding the ambiance mm-hmm. of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. So you know, if by, if by the third. Bowl the third yeah. tobacco that we have. If you see me nodding off, just yell into the mm-hmm. microphone.
0: Because I mean, you know, this men fire gaze. That's one. It's almost genetic. You know, if, you, if there's a fire there, men are going to just
1: yes go right there. Stare right. The fire,
0: stare at it and <laughs> and not speak. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to fire gaze, and it's, uh, it's yet yeah, it is kind of mesmerizing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we used to when I lived in the country, we would make we would do we had a burn pit. Mm-hmm. And that was our escape. Mm. Um, so really, I put I put the burn pit in the driveway because it's right off the garage, and I right. just set a couple couple of chairs and grab your drink and cigar and just. But you're right; you're gazing. I didn't do anything but gaze at that fire. Yeah, just sit and it, stare it is. At it. it is just. It is very memor- uh, mesmerizing. I wish
0: you could look at the fire, Dave, but you're up there.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's such, a I'm it's it. such a shame. Look
2: down on it. It's such a shame.
0: well. All right. Well, it's been about 30 minutes, so I think we should get another pipe. All right. And let's which uh which one do you want to do next, Paul?
1: Let's do the second one right the here. The second one, the yeah. one in the middle? Yeah.
0: All right. Let's see here. right. Let's see. We'll get up with that and uh give you a couple of wheels there. Thank you. Yep. And let's see. There's two for you, Dave. All right. I'll take a couple here and um, take some of those pieces there. And so I'll show you what I'm going to do. Loading up the pipe now that you can see it right here. See that? There we go. And I'm just going to take the pieces and what I'm going to do is fold them over on each other and then I'm going to put it into the pipe and kind of twist it around. Mm. See that? And then kind of tamp it down with the thumb there. And that's what you got. Good. Right there. See that? Very good. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Right on. Okay. So let's take this back to the seat. <clears throat> and start working on the light. Good draw. So, first thing I'm going to want to know is, you know, what are the notes from this? How is it different Hmm. from the first uh, tobacco we tried? And how is it going to go with the Woodford?
2: Well, it's definitely a lot more woody,
1: earthy, leathery. Yeah, I'm not picking up the spice notes as much as i was the first one okay so i do agree with dave a lot more uh, wood earth subtle sweetness mm-hmm. but the spice yeah, the wood the, sweet the spice notes are almost missing they they're not not anywhere near as prominent. very
2: smooth creamy retro hail
1: Mm-hmm. Well, retro hail has a lot more spice on it.
0: Yeah, the retro hail is quite spicy.
1: Yes, very, Woo! very. That's 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 where the spice is right Woo! there, right in the retro hail. It's not, really? not not on the palate; it's on the retro.
2: Here. What was that, Dave? I'm not getting. I'm trying? not getting spice in my. Are you sure retrohale. you got the right coin? Are <laughs> you
0: sure you're uh, hailing Dave? I'm not seeing anything come out your nose. <laughs>
2: Just a little bit. not not. I feel like I got <clears throat> a lot more spice from the last one in the retro oil than this one. Oh, this one has some
0: fair. My nose is mm-hmm. still tingling.
2: Woo.
1: Yeah, that's a beast.
0: <laughs> uh, now with a little bit of Woodford washing right. around the palate. All right, let's, let's get the mm. beer in right here. This is almost sweeter. Mm. What? Um,
1: no. Yeah. No. Yeah, now the Woodford brought out more sweetness. It did. Oh, I haven't tried it with the Woodford yet. Yeah. Maybe that's Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's sweeter. <sighs> oh, Richer, that? I'll tell you t-
1: t- right now, that retro retrohale even got stronger with the Woodford. Mm. Oh, yeah. So oh, it, yeah, it did. So what it did Ooh. is it Ooh. initially, Ooh. without any pairing... Earthy, woody, subtle, subtle sweetness, very little spice. Yep. But the spice on the retro hill was a beast. The Woodford brought out the sweetness on the palate yep. and amped up the spice on the retro.
0: Oh my heavens! How true is that? Mm. Yep. I have oh, I'm on fire. Yep. Cheyenne should have tried
2: some of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on
0: fire. Cheyenne, you you're cold. You'll, you'll get to meet Cheyenne in a few weeks. We'll we'll be having the newbies. On the podcast in a few weeks. And uh, Cheyenne is our um, uh, branding and social media person at Twins. And uh, I've gotten her oh, enjoying man. a pipe. and
1: um, Oh, you did? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's bought a pipe. Hasn't oh, it? She loves it. Oh, oh good she... for you. All right. Yep. Yep. Sent a picture of her smoking a pipe to Kurt. Mm-hmm. Indoctrinating her qu- and uh, early here. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he was very, you know.
1: <laughs> hey, now. Now. That's He's being surrounded. Yeah, that retro whale <laughs> is totally kicked I, in. I
0: got I got the facepalm meme back <laughs> from, from my text. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, she has she her sinuses were a little stuffy today, and uh, man, if she's you know just hailed some of
2: this, there you go.
0: Problem solved. Just mm-hmm. make sure you have a oh, big yeah. wad of Kleenex right there to who needs catch everything well? that fall, falls <laughs> out. Good grief! Yeah, the medicinal uses of tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know. Retrohale something spicy and strong and your sinuses will be cleared out right quick mm-hmm.
2: all right so so far this is my favorite pairing
0: okay
1: well you're you again maybe because you like virginia's more than anything else mm-hmm. um i like i love virginia's but i love virginia perique like and i love the the, the spice that the Perique gives you uh, oh, the 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 spice there—the Perique gives you in that blend. Um, I did, like I said, I didn't get that initially. It had to it had to wait until the Woodford pairing to really blast to get that blast mm-hmm. of spice. Yep. But I'll tell you, it's another another nice tobacco. Yeah, the,
0: the more I'm smoking it, the more I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's very different from the first one. The first yep. one's very fruity. Yeah. And um, almost very Virginia forward with the Perique kind of.
1: Yeah. Tingling or coming around yep. behind and yep.
0: giving a little zing to it. Um this doesn't have the citrus notes. No, it doesn't that not. the first one had. Um this is more straight, dark fruit, you know, woody, earthy, like you were saying, Dave. Um hmm. but there is a it seems to me there's there's a little bit more Perique in this second one, and it is you know, especially when you retrohale it, you know it's there. Yep. I mean there's there's there is that little bit of raisiny figgy kind of flavor on the palate. Um, I think it is more, you know, wood and subtle fruit notes. Um, that's that's what I'm getting off of this. I, I but I wanna stop talking and smoke more.
1: All
2: right. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, it's
1: and so good. and
0: stare at the fire. Uh-huh.
1: Mhm it's amazing because if if since these are all vapors, mm-hmm. how different the spice notes are between each one that we've had so far. Mm. The spice note on the first one was very pronounced on the at least with me on the palate mm-hmm. and on the retro, but more on the palate. The second one, not so much on the palate but the retro on the retro, yes. it was really, really mm-hmm. intense.
0: All right, um so yesterday, Mandy handed me a piece of mail that really just kind of brought chills down my spine. It was a jury summons.
2: Oh, before. gosh. Mm-hmm.
0: And I said to myself, I can't believe it, it can't have been, you know, three years since my last jury uh, summons. Mm-hmm. But it, it it was, as a matter of fact, it's been five years. It hasn't even been that. you know, it wasn't like they just finished three or even four. But um, hmm. uh, so May 19th, I have to um, uh, report for jury duty. And um, I'm nervous because the last time I went for jury duty, which was the first time I'd ever been called for jury duty, I ended up being put on a big murder case, and it was almost three weeks long. Oh boy! And it was it was it was on the from from a court side of things. It it was awesome, seeing everything happen, and it was a it was a uh, a gang uh, murder. Um and you know, it was a shooting and it, when the shooting went wrong, they, they shot the wrong guy. And it was it was it was really bad. Um, there was all sorts of weird stuff going on too. There was um, jury intimidation that happened. Um, people needed, you know, moved around, you know, and they don't sequester j- juries into like courtrooms anymore. Um, it they see it as just too expensive to do um but you know the, there were a whole lot we weren't allowed when we were there it got to the point where we weren't allowed to leave for anything like they would not even for lunch they would bring food to us and um, uh, it, it was really interesting but um you know I'm 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 I have mixed, Feelings about being called to jury duty again. Have either of you been called to jury duty before? Yes.
2: Yep. Yep. I was and the. What uh, happened, Dave? Uh, we were. Uh, um, it was the. We got told about they. The way they do it in New Hampshire is they bring a whole bunch of people in, and uh, and then they have like a bunch. At least this is the way it happened for me. Is they had a bunch of trials, and they randomly pick people from the jury pool of like you know like. 60, 80 people that were there, and those, they got selected for the first one, and then we had to go, um, and then they'd bring in, like, another case, and they'd randomly pick, and that would happen two or three times, and if you didn't get picked, you had to keep coming back until, you know, uh, you were picked. Then after that was done, uh, we got to the, I think it was like the the third day. So if
0: you got through the first day. Yeah. And you hadn't been picked. Right. You had to show up the next day. Yeah. Until you, you had to show up for jury duty until you got put on. If they had enough
2: cases. If not, they would have, you know, after all the cases were done, you got, you know, you were sent home. Okay. But I got picked on a case and we were waiting to, um, to, to go called into the courtroom Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, I don't know who it was, but I think the bailiff probably or something like that came in and said that uh, we could all go home because the guy pled. So he pled, pled, he pled out. Yeah. So that was that was it. Luckily, it didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How
0: about you, Paul? Have you ever been called for jury duty before?
1: I have. And uh, it was back in the mid-80s, eight, 1986 to be exact. You don't look that old, Paul. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wasn't twenty-one yet, but mm-hmm. uh, and it, and it was an assault uh, case mm-hmm. um, where these uh, one, one, one uh, defendant was accused of assaulting these two other guys with his car, um, and uh, it ended up being just a one one day jury duty for me, uh, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting. Uh, you know, you you, you like d- nothing like what Dan had gone through with you know weeks of of all that and uh but i think the jury duty the process is very interesting you know you're seeing the, def- the defense and the prosecution you know give you their case um and the i was telling Dan earlier uh the, the the one thing i remember was obviously they have to you have to the prosecution has to prove their case and they have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt right mm-hmm. So uh, in my eyes, and I think in most of the jury's eyes the prosecution just wasn't able to produce the evidence needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the jury as a whole did believe uh, the, uh, uh, the plaintiffs um, because when they went, when they were on the stand, they all the two, the two gentlemen who were uh, uh, the plaintiffs had, both had pointed to the defendant and said, "That's the one who did it," mm-hmm. and we believed them. Mm. I believed them, but when it came to actually, you know, when you're in the jury room trying to decide guilty or innocent, I I knew they didn't produce they did not produce enough evidence to to show beyond a, be a, a be reasonable a, a doubt. Thing. So, but it's, if I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. there's always one or two mm-hmm. in the jury room <laughs> yeah. who are like, "I know he did it. I know he did it," and trying to get them to just Relax and and just use the evidence that we had to make that decision yeah. was the, the hardest thing. Yeah, you know, at the end they we had we had no choice but to let him go. But
0: was it, it a unanimous thing? Oh yeah, well
1: yeah. I mean, and but one one gentleman said to me, "You're so confident that it's not guilty," and I said, "Yeah, because the evidence isn't there. It's as simple as that." You know, no matter what we be, what we think or what we all believe from our own perspective the evidence does not prove that. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's that's really tough when you have the suspicion or the feeling that yeah, this guy probably did it, yeah. but did they prove it?
1: No.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. justice doesn't work on he said she said. Correct. You know, it what doesn't.
1: I mean? And you can you can and no matter what you believe, no matter what how good they are as far as saying, yes, he did it. And you, you look in their eyes and you can see that they in my eyes they were they were truthful. Not but. to mention
2: that human recep- perception is like the worst evidence ever, yeah. It mm-hmm. is so, <laughs> but,
1: but that's but that's what 35 years, and I haven't been called yet. Yeah, watch this, Dan. Yep, yeah. Why? <laughs> you're gonna go home, <laughs> well, you not know, not you, even, <laughs> you know that you're gonna it's go home. Only go a matter <laughs> of
0: time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm, so, and you know, you with know. my
2: luck, it'll be in May. Um, yeah day 19th
0: (laughs) (laughs) well in massachusetts the way it works is you get called in and it's the same kind of thing 60 80 people are there and but if you do not get picked for a jury that day you're done it doesn't matter right it it you know if you, you you go for that day and if you get picked for a trial, well, then you're stuck as long as that trial goes. Right. And of course, in my case, it was the longest trial that they had at the time. Um,
2: the longest trial.
0: You know, it was a, a by Pastor Pedrone. It was a, <laughs> a it was a it was a significant case, and it, it kept me out of work, and that I, I really hated that. I I've never, the one time, um, you know, when I was uh, I was at working at another shop. And I was on another podcast at the time. Um, The only time I ever missed the podcast was being on jury duty. When there was no legal way for me to get out. I couldn't say, excuse me, Mr. Bailiff. I have a podcast to be on. A cigar podcast. (laughs) Uh, No, you stay where you are.
2: You should have said that anyways, just for them to be like...
0: And... um, um uh, in, in the end, in our in our case, you know, we uh, all came to the conclusion that uh uh the person who was accused of shooting this person actually did um even though it was not the person that they, <laughs> they meant to off um but it was it was wild it was wild you know, we were all taken out on a field trip, you know to see the place where, the shootings happened and
2: wow that's cool know,
0: and with you know the trial of course you know it's never like on tv it was like a year after the whole thing happened but because i guess it was an ongoing investigation and it was a trial the the place wasn't allowed to fix up what had happened so we're all out there looking at you see the bullet holes and where people were standing and stuff like that and it was it it it, it really was it was intriguing to see how the process worked and um, yeah. and very, very interesting. It did take several days of deliberation for everybody to come to the conclusion that it uh, was a, uh, a guilty sentence. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, if I remember right, the person was already in prison for, ha- had been convicted of another murder. Um, and so this was, Going to end up being a sentence on top of the sentence that he was already serving, and it um, was wild.
1: So he he had already been convicted of uh, of another murder before this next trial came. Yeah, wow. yeah. It was like yeah.
0: it was several things happened uh, all right. in this yeah. incident. He was already found guilty on one, yeah. and here was the thing on the other. Uh, but okay. he, yeah. the, the, and this was the really sad thing was that the the guys you know had were going out for a revenge. Uh, it wasn't even a killing. You know, it was a, you know, it was a revenge for a, a beating that had happened.
1: Retaliation.
0: And um, uh, so they go to this late night party at this, at this uh, uh, complex, you know, condo complex. And they thought they saw the guy that had done it. And it was somebody completely unrelated who was just at the party because somebody had said, "Hey, why not you? We're having a block party tonight. Why don't you hang around?" I don't usually do things, you know. My wife and kids want me home, but I'll I'll stay. And he got shot in the back of the head, and um, uh, it was just it, wow. it was just really sad. Um, but uh, I'm hoping for something like a traffic violation. <laughs> Or, or something that can be resolved real quick, you know, yeah. did he, didn't he speed, yes, yeah, so you know. Or pleads or, out. Or pleads out, something like that. Um I I don't know what, what uh you know, if if I if I had to like not show up at twins for two or three weeks, I think Sean would be pulling out his hair. You know. Um it would be it won't be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if there's anything you can do for me, Sean, you know, just let me know. Hopefully, <laughs> you got we got a few months to plan, though. Hopefully, we'll have some uh, other people in place by then who can, you know, take care of stuff if I'm not there. We'll see. What just happens.
1: around the busy season, just, just when it's ready to get going. <laughs> just when it's mm-hmm. right, right at Memorial Day yeah. weekend. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Mm. So, um. I, I, I kind of want to wait to go to the next topic because, I, you know, we've got we got a whole other third thing of pipe tobacco to go to. How long have we been doing this one? Oh, 20-something minutes. Yep. Um, You guys ready to move on to bowl yep. number three? Yep, I am. Okay. Let's get the third one here. Let's see. And so that's going to be from this tray here. And so I'll, you want one or two, ball Two. Yeah. Two. There you go. Dave, Dave. There you go. Thank you. All right. I'll take a couple for myself. A couple of wheels here. A couple of coins. All right. All right. Let's see what we got here. This pipe's actually maybe a little small. Maybe I'll get a bigger.
2: Biggins. See
0: that? That's what's great about a man cave, people.
1: You need a bigger up. pipe. Just open up the cabinet.
0: Open up the cabinet and get a bigger pipe. That's how I roll. Just have an LA Condale here. Very nice. See, and that was just enough. Boom! Look at that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get this thing started here.
2: Get the mm-hmm. oh. I'm just shoving these in. Shoving them in. Yeah.
1: You're good at that, Dip. Yep. <laughs> That's what she said.
2: <laughs> That's what she said. hmm.
1: Right. I... Mm. Great mouth <laughs>
0: Alright Right off the bat This is different from the other two
1: A lot more a lot more fruit
0: Yep A little bit more woodiness to it Lighter wood notes Mm-hmm
2: Mm-hmm Oh, yeah.
1: Mm. Fruit, earth, wood. Yep. Touch of spice. A little more tang now. Got a little bit more of that tanginess.
0: Like the first one?
1: Not as much, but it's there. All right. It's like it's been...
0: Tamed. Tamed muted?
1: It's, no, it's, it's it's like it's been uh, like there's a topping on it or something.
0: Mm. All right. Woodford to the palate. Yeah. Definitely brings out more of the wood notes, I think.
2: Uh. <sighs> oh, so good.
0: Definitely still has that spice in the retro, but it's a lot tamer than the other two.
2: Mm. It's definitely sweeter. Yep.
1: The spice in the retro is definitely good. Yep. Smooth, though. Mm. Smoother.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. There's there's a subtle sweetness, too, in that that retro retro as well. Yeah.
2: Yep. It's definitely smoother,
1: but it's more flavorful. Mm. for retro ale. But Woodford brings that out. Mm. Woodford's bringing out a little bit more of the sweetness in the retro. Yep, and Sweet. on the palate. So I think it's 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 a it's complementing the Virginia notes in this one more.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Either way, I mean, doesn't matter no matter how you slice it. (laughs) No no pun intended. The Woodford has been phenomenal with all three. Yes, it has been a great great pairing with all three.
0: So, if you like Virginia Parique blends, Woodford is the way. Woodford is the way.
1: Woodford is the way. Mm -hmm. I love Woodford. Woodford is Mm -hmm. just to me. It's 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 a it's a bourbon that you can. It's first of all, it's it's priced perfectly
0: right right around 30 bucks. 30 right? bucks 30 yep. 35
2: bucks. you can pair it with almost anything very else. accessible mm-hmm. and it
1: is so good mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. really really is so good i mean i i, I love this and again it's, it's something you can have with just about this type of tobacco you know a lot of cigars go very very well with woodford mm-hmm. On a me, medium plus upward is just it, it just pairs perfectly yeah
2: woodford reserve has been a repeat offender in my house yep.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely yep and the bar, God, the 724 lounge, just mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's. I think it's become their number one in terms of what the bourbon that they said Well, the 724 barrel select mm-hmm. Woodford has just been outstanding. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then we can I cannot wait until the new release. Our what own pick maybe comes in next there. month? Maybe yeah. we'll have to keep tabs with Tyler mm. to see when that's going to come out. Yeah. Oh. oh, by the way, thank you. Tyler for the bottle
0: of Woodford Um, he was on the show a few weeks back when we uh, did the um, Woodford tasting for the next barrel select uh, that will be available at the bar takes a few months for it to get there but uh, he gave us this bottle um, of regular Woodford along with that we decided to save it just for this uh, podcast and I'm very glad I did oh yes I'm also very glad that I was able to control myself
1: <laughs> yeah, i'm I'm <laughs> impressed well, <laughs> I, can't and, <laughs> I can't believe it was full really uh, <laughs> the seal was still there Yep, yeah. yep and it was uh it
0: was it was self control yep, yep. self control mm-hmm. um you know one of the things that that I think now that the year's kind of ramping up January was kind of quiet at twins, but now events <laughs> are kind of coming back into the the fold for things. And, um, you know, the, the first thing that's coming up at, at Twins is a, the Super Bowl party for this mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah, baby. Um, up at the lounge at, at Londonderry, the 724 lounge where the bar is. Um, at five o'clock, it's going to be uh, uh, a Super Bowl party at, where um, you're going to, you know, pay for your seat. And you're not just paying to sit there and watch the game. You're, you're going to get food. There's going to be all sorts of football type of finger food and snacks and and uh, um, appetizer kind of food there. Maybe some pizza. It's, it's, you know, that's still kind of in the works of what the final menu is going to be. But there's going to be food there. Um, uh, you're also going to get a... Uh, 724 cigar along with that and if you um reserve one of the tables a six-person table is um uh, 360 there's a four-person table uh in the actual lounge that's going to be uh 240 for that that is also going to come with a bucket of beer uh, if you get a table everybody's going to get a beer as well but um There'll be five dollar drafts all day too. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. But you can watch the game. You'll have a comfortable seat. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that it, I know that the tickets are or the seats are already getting bought up. I don't even know if there's any left. Um, but that's this Sunday if you want to take advantage of that. If you're looking for a place to enjoy a cigar, smoke inside. If you can't be here at my place. <laughs> You can pay to be somewhere else. Yes, <laughs> and uh, enjoy uh, watching the Super Bowl. And that that leads to another. Are you guys planning to watch the Super Bowl? I, I will. You, you, are yeah. you gonna watch it? Yeah, yep, I I'm, will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, watch yeah. it. I'll, I'll, watch I'll, the game.
1: I'll be home probably by mid first quarter. Ho- yeah, hopefully. Because mm-hmm.
0: downstairs closes at six.
1: Yeah, six, yep. and then. They're going to stay game.
0: open, of course, for the whole game, right. however long that is. Right now, you know, are, are you guys excited at all this about about the Super Bowl I'm, this year?
1: I'm not really all that excited, although I, you, you look at it from pers- pers- the perspective of two teams that. Uh, really haven't seen a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's the first time that's happened Bengals. in forever, right? I'm the Bengals. I'm totally going for the Bengals. I am actually Bengals. rooting for LA and, and, and maybe more for Stafford because I know he's he's a he's a good quarterback. He mm-hmm. just because he was on a team that just didn't work out for him with Detroit, and mm-hmm. now he's got a team that seems to have it all together. And uh, you got two, <clears throat> excuse me, you got two young uh, head coaches too. Yep. Um, and you know. Both are, uh, you know, they're very excitable, um, very good coaches. The teams together, I think, are just phenomenal. I mean, Cincinnati just came out of nowhere. I mean, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, LA's already been there because we patrons played them a few years back. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've always been, you know, near the top. Cincinnati really has been, you know, languishing and maybe obscurity for a while. And now they're, you know, 20 plus years. So (laughs) I I think it's going to, I think it's going to, it will. Be a really good game, and uh, the fact that they're playing it in L.A. I mean, obviously, L.A. is. I don't even know what the what the. I don't. I don't follow anything. Yeah. When's get, the last that time
0: in. that happened that the Super Bowl was ho- hosted, hosted by a state that's team. in the La- state of La-
1: emergency? Last, no, last <laughs> year too with Tampa. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, last year with Tampa and Brady. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm 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 going to vote. For, I'm I'm sorry, vote. I'm going I'm going to root for L.A. And that goes against everything that I've <laughs> kind of. Believe in. I'm not really an LA fan, but Mm-mm. you know, I th- not LA and the team, but just LA in general.
2: I just want but. the Bengals to win because they haven't in so long. Good for them for getting all this way. Yeah, you know, either way is fine. You know, I, I think I'm, Stafford
1: more than but Burrows has. has got a huge career. He'll 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 be there if he doesn't make it this. If, he, if they don't win this year, he'll he'll win it another year. He's a he's a good quarterback. But uh, Stafford, you know, he's been around for a while, and I'd like to see him win it.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: Are you going to be uh, more interested in the uh, uh, Doctor Strange Super Bowl commercials than in the actual game, Dave?
2: Um, probably yes.
1: <laughs> Remember, well, let's talk about that for a second. Remember when commercials, the commercials were the the the, the everyone couldn't the well they drawer. couldn't wait. There was a big draw. Right, yeah. You know, there was a big drawer and they were funny. A lot yes. of them were just hilarious. hilarious yeah. You know, you had, you had at least two or three really, really good I know, ones. I know my favorite. Was the
2: original Budweiser frogs? That's your favorite Super Bowl commercial. I I can't. I, every time I see that, I still laugh. You know, Bud. You know what mine was?
1: Bud. Terry Burr. Terry Tate, office linebacker.
2: <laughs> that is. Really that, that, that
1: was. I still play that clip every once in a while. Get to get a laugh. That mm-hmm. to me was just hilarious. That was yeah. the fact that he, they hired him, next football player to keep. the the owner kept his employees in line by this guy was just (laughs) just just phenomenal i thought that was so well written so well acted yeah just just a great great commercial
0: that was great Mm -hmm. yeah i I don't know where i'm going to be with the the super bowl this year you know I, i if i watch it it'll be great in the sense that i have no skin in the game i can watch it and enjoy it yeah you know when when the you know, being a New England guy you know when the Patriots are in it it's all you're you're all full of angst and mm-hmm. you know getting all stressed out with whatever happens and and um I remember the 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 Super Bowl with when the Patriots were playing the Falcons and were down you know 27 to Tw- 28 to three to three in, yep. the, in the the end of the third quarter and you know just, giving up, you know, and thinking maybe we should just start drinking now but for different reasons and than we had intended and and um it, you know, just it and then and then they end up winning. Yep. It was it was you know, just such an amazing game. And um you know, but it, it's nice to watch football when you're not so wrapped up in the team. So that you can just enjoy the players for who they are and what they do and say, Oh, that was really great. Yeah. No matter, you know, who it is. You know what I mean? But um you know, it's it's but the the, the halftime shows have been get to me have been getting like less and less interesting to me. Yeah, no, no. And the commercials have completely lost. Yeah. It. I don't know why, you know, if you're gonna pay, you know x number of millions of dollars for a 30 second spot. You better make it something memorable. You know, and now it seems to be the commercials that people are looking for is the summer blockbuster that's coming out and yeah. they're going to preview the the um the preview for the movie will be first aired on the Super Bowl. And that's why people watch the, you know the commercials because they're waiting for that.
2: You know, I wish, I wish Disney had had put a stake in there for the new Kenobi series because I feel like that would have been like an awesome Super Bowl commercial. You know it they be... haven't.
0: How do you know they haven't?
1: I haven't heard nothing, so I don't know. But we'll see. I that's mean... the thing, Dave. Because back in the. Going back a, a long time ago, they would wait until the Super Bowl to show the commercials. Right, and then you wouldn't know. In recent years, they would release them before. Yeah,
0: so you can watch them. So online. now you know
1: what's going to come, and you're like, okay, big deal, you mm-hmm. know. And so maybe they're going to go back, and maybe you might be surprised, man. Maybe that they would will. be. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will. Did you guys?
2: Did either of you guys watch the uh, Pro Bowl?
1: No, no, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. No, it's kind of silly. It is silly. Yeah. I wish they would just get rid of it. Just give out the awards. Forget the game. I don't know. That's just me. I I am a lot of the lot of the players that you want to see don't don't come mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 opt out. Um I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. No. Well, it's a, nobody nobody really
2: plays either, you know. No, it's, like it's they'll just go off and the half touch the, them the, and playing, the like, okay, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah
0: cuz no one wants to get hurt, yeah. yeah. Right. Especially if they're still, you know, in the season.
1: Exactly. You know. You know. And even so, it like I mean, I forget what year it was, but there was a, a, a the the Patriots player who, a running back who ended up getting hurt. I think it was in the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of ruined his career. Mm. You know, and think about that—that that they he, here is a here's a player who, I forget his name, but he was, was a running back, very very good talent, and and he ended up getting hurt playing this, you know. Not even a, a sanctioned game, and they question really—you know—what is the sense of this? You can you hurt someone, and now it, it ruined his his career. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: <clears throat> All right, Bob, you're gonna have to fill me up here. I need some more woodford to make an intelligent right. choice right. about uh, what's what's going on with these pairings. Thank you, Dave.
1: <clears throat> you want a refill? <clears throat>
0: Would that be a yes? I guess yes. It
2: would. Okay. There we go. There we go. All right. Oh yeah. There we Very go. Good. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Pick up uh, the bike. Uh, all right. So, uh, mm. do we want to like start our?
0: Yeah, I think I think this is a good time to okay. start the. All right. The wind down and,
1: and well, stuff. First of all, yeah, I'm going to say all three were really really good in their own way. Yes. Uh First one, definitely had a lot more spice on the palate and on the retro. Um, Had a lot of that, uh, the earthy, tangy citrus, spice, fruit. Mm -hmm. Very, very well balanced. Um, Second one uh, was not, is more earthy, woody. um, Touch of spice, but the spice on the retrohale was very, very pronounced. Yep. Third one, a little bit more sweetness. Earthy, woody. Um, smoother spice uh, on the retro hill I want to say the first one was Escudo second one was the Davidoff and the third one was the Peterson those are my guesses
2: Dave I'm going to say that the first one was the Davidoff the second one was Escudo and the last one was Peterson
0: Uh, let's see. How do we want to do this? Mm. See, I, I, I kind of probably know what they are. You know, I am the dark. Piper. Piper. hmm hmm And. Um,
2: All right. Well, just say what you think
1: and see if you're right.
0: Well, Dave, I, I would agree with you.
2: Mm.
1: Really? David <clears throat> Up was the first. The scooter was the second, and the, the clue was-
0: for me. That the first was the Davidoff. Is I know Davidoff flake medallions have a bullseye of
1: that's what I that's what Cavendish
0: in mm. the center of them, okay? Where the other two don't, so that gave that away, all right, uh, to me. So let's let's see here. So if I pick up the tobacco here, these lids, and see if I can do this without dumping anything, okay?
1: Yep. First one was Davidoff.
0: Mm-hmm. Davidoff.
1: Okay. Davidoff, Lake Medallions. All right.
0: Okay. The second one here. Again, hold it so the tobacco doesn't fall out. The scudo? Yep, it's upside down. <laughs> you, can see, you can see the scudo there. Like right. it doesn't start right. with a scudo. no. <laughs> scudo. And that means okay. that the third one here is. Peterson. Uh, Peterson, third one is the Peterson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Flake medallions, um, the Flake medallions by I mean Peterson Flake medallions. The the uh, deluxe Navy rolls, they're a little bit bigger too. So by looking at it, I could tell that's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: this has the rum though.
0: None of them have any toppings.
1: None of them have toppings.
0: Yep. And I can go back and I'll I'll tell you what it says here. The Davidoff Flake Medallions uh, say that they're manufactured by or at the Orlick factory. Um, It's a black Cavendish bullseye with Virginia and Perique. And the um, tin description is a flake cut of finest Virginia and Perique tobaccos with a core of black Cavendish. There you go. Davidoff explanations at its finest. Uh, Escudo <laughs> Navy Deluxe. That's so nice. It says it's manufactured by Scandinavian Tobacco Group. They, mm. they own that. Um, Virginia and Perique, no toppings, coin cut. And its description is a combination of full-bodied Virginia from North Carolina mm. and Virginia uh, blended with Perique from Louisiana and those are the cornerstones of escudo. The blend is pressed and matured before it is spun and cut into coins. This process ensures the unique character of escudo, which is the Spanish word for shield. And Spanish shields were typically round, um, so it looked like a shield. That's uh, hence that's that's where the name comes from. Mm. The, the right. Peterson Deluxe Navy Rolls, which used to be Dunhill Deluxe Navy Rolls, but are now Peterson because Dunhill went kaput. Thank they you, Peterson. left the business, and uh, they were able uh, uh the Navy Tobacco Group, which had been making them anyway, had just bought Peterson uh, Pipe Tobacco Rights and so switched the name. So even though it's a new brand, uh, the tobacco is made, um, by the same company with the same tobacco that has been doing it for well over a decade decade and a half mm-hmm. uh, so deluxe navy rolls is also virginia Parique, no flavoring it's a coin cut and it says on the tin deluxe navy rolls are made in denmark using hand stripped virginia tobaccos from brazil and Ooh. africa wow married with Parique from louisiana this recipe produces an aromatic smoke with natural tobacco flavors and lovely sweet notes.
2: Yep, and I would have to say that now, um, after it's been said and done, the Peterson is and the uh, Woodford is my favorite pairing. The last one.
0: So basically, it changed with whatever you were smoking. Yes, last, <laughs> whichever you have smoked latest. is No, your but the the favorite. fruits
2: in the the different the complexity of this one is. Uh, with the, the fruits and the spice, the levels of where it's at with the with the pairing is my favorite. My favorite tobacco
1: by itself
2: is actually, I can't believe I'm going to say this, the Davidoff Flake
1: Medallions. Uh, and that was my favorite pairing tonight. The favorite tobacco and pairing was the Davidoff. Was the Davidoff. The Davidoff. Mm-hmm. And I I, I I I don't know why I was thinking that was a Scudo. I thought it was, I I remember we had a Scudo once, but mm-hmm. it's been a while. The Davidoff, I remember that too, but it's been a while. Um, but. Dave, I think you're right. I think the Dav, I can't believe I'm saying it. No offense <laughs> I, to Davidoff, but the Davidoff <laughs> Why is can't you my favorite. You're it? Well, I, I, I don't know it. it they I always, did a th- great I always, job think, with I always pipe yeah, bag, I huh? always think Davidoff and cigars. Yeah, mm. and to, I mean, we didn't. I mean, no. did you even know that Davidoff made tobacco until like what a year or two ago? No, well, no, no, I didn't either. Yeah, it wasn't until Jesse came in and they know, a told us about it, and and I think I know we were pleasantly surprised when we had it. But tonight it really, really shined through. I love that Perique. uh the and I bullseye could bullseye. So nice. Bullseye and I could I could I could feel it on my, my tongue. It
0: adds that nice sweetness oh, to yeah, it. But, the, but the but
1: the but the the spice though. Mm-hmm. The spice was pronounced on the palate and on the retro. Both. Yep. So that's why I like that one. And the Woodford just paired beautifully with it.
0: Yeah. The Woodford has paired with all three of them. Oh yeah. In great, great ways. Yep. Um, they're all great tobaccos here. Uh, I'm lighting up the uh, Davidoff Lake medallions one more time.
1: Hmm. Hmm. You know why you're lighting it up again? Because you can. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> and. Um, you're in your happy place.
0: I'm in my happy place, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love the fruitiness of this. I'm I'm having a hard time choosing a, a favorite. They they both did different things, you know. You, yeah, you know they all did is? different things that were They really all nice. did different, and you know what's really interesting to me is that you know Davidoff can say this is manufactured in Denmark, you know, and we know that it's manufactured at the Orlick factory, which happens to be owned by Scandinavian mm-hmm. Tobacco Group, which is the same place in the same factory where Escudo is done, and also Peterson Deluxe Navy fl- Navy Rolls are done. So these are all made, you know, three different brands at the same factory, and they are all Virginia Periques. The Davidoff Lake Medallions add that bullseye of, of mm-hmm. uh, black Cavendish. But it's all done at the same factory, yet all of them are very, very different. And that was one of the things I was really interested to find out tonight, smoking these things without really looking at the band or or the tin in this case and and realizing that, you know, they are really three different things. They're not the same. They don't taste the same. They don't smoke the same. They don't pair the same. Um, the Woodford did different things with each of these three blends too which was also very interesting mm-hmm. you know it um, it brought out I think a lot of the sweetness right in the first one in the Davidoff Lake medallions yep and and um, uh, but also brought out the spice mm-hmm. uh, from the Parique and with the escudo it kind of um, brought out sweetness the, that wasn't there
1: the wood notes the, too
0: the you know and and, and brought out m- like more of the wood notes there but i don't know that it really accentuated the spice
1: until the retro
0: until the retro there yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know the spice was completely gone yep. really with the second one with the pairing and then the third the davidoff uh, the the peterson deluxe navy rolls um was what do I say? The, was it the most straightforward of the blends, maybe? I thought it was the the least complex. Yeah. It was st- which is not, in and of itself, saying anything bad about it. it it's really good. But it's, you know, um, you, you get those. Well, it I would was, say it's it was, still
2: complex, but it was just
1: well-balanced. Yeah, it, it was very well balanced. It wasn't. It wasn't. Not, not one. Cause note, you could. Not one note was was overpowering the other. It wasn't. It wasn't. Nothing was coming out as a as a pronounced note. I think it was, like I said, David it was very well balanced. The uh, Davidoff definitely had a lot more of that sweetness, but mm-hmm. spice. The uh, the escudo was a little more earthy and woody. Earthy woody. Um, no, not a whole lot of spice in the palate.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Peterson was just a nice middle ground. Yep. Abo- yep. Um, above, above yeah. Yep. Yep. Kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. probably like a hybrid.
0: Mm.
1: So it was just right. Um, kudos to Davidoff and me. Kudos uh-huh. to Davidoff. I, yep. I think
0: I would probably go with Davidoff too. Yep. yep. In the end, I think I would go with the Flake Medallions.
1: Like I say, if you love a, a great vapor but want to have that spice, the Davidoff. To me, is it?
0: Um, I would smoke any of these three again. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're all really, really good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm smoking the Peterson Deluxe Navy Rolls right now in the uh, con deal.
2: Should, we should make a three pack deal. <laughs> They're not just blowing smoke, three pack deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know what else is really interesting is that um, the. Flake medallions and the Escudo are around the same price, $16, 17 a tin for a 50-gram tin. And these are 50-gram tins. Um, that's what happens when stuff is made over in Europe. It's 50 grams and not 2 ounces. So it's like 1.75, ounce, 1.76, if you're going to be really precise, ounces of, of tobacco. Um, but the deluxe Navy Rolls. From Peterson, uh, come out at about twenty-eight bucks. So it's kind of like the same thing with um, the uh, Sin Compromiso and the Paladin Dosaka. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know it's a tweaked version of, you know, um, the same thing, but it's about fifty percent more than the other cigars that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's really, really good. Um but I think, you know, with the with the pairing for me, I think the best pairing was the Davidoff and the and the Woodford.
1: I'm sorry, the the Davidoff and a Scudo are how much per ten? Davidoff like and Scudo are
0: around around sixteen, maybe seventeen dollars. are within a dollar of each other.
1: And all three tins are the same uh weight. There's no correct okay.
0: same weight in all three tins. But the, um, the deluxe Navy rolls, which is supposed to be, and, and it's interesting to me, you know, Davidoff doesn't say anything about what kinds of Virginia, where they're from. Um, uh, the Escudo says that it's from, uh, North Carolina and Virginia. That's where the Virginias come from. Those two states, um, Every place that says, hey, our Perique comes from Louisiana, well, guess what? That's the only place that you can get Perique. As a matter of fact, there's only two square blocks in Louisiana in the St. James District where Parik is even made. So, yeah, it's from Louisiana. That's the only place it can be. Mm. But, you know, the deluxe Navy rolls have uh, Virginias that were grown in Brazil and Africa. So that may be why the, the – uh, price differences is is, is there, um, but it's. I think maybe on its own. I I can't I can't. They're all really good, but for different reasons. Mm. You know, if if I want a really kind of straightforward medium bodied Virginia Perique, and I don't want it to like be really over the top with anything, I just want something nice and smooth. I'd go with the Navy Rolls. If I wanted something that was a little darker, a little richer, I'd go with the Escudo. If I wanted something that was a little sweeter, I would go with the, the um,
1: Davidoff
0: because that that um, bullseye of Cavendish that's in there.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, maybe we could do like a three-pack for like 60 bucks or something. <laughs> 65.
1: <laughs> maybe. 65.
2: 60. No, that's, I can't
0: to... drive... 65. Cause there ain't no more fifty-five.
2: Mm.
0: That song's so out of date now.
1: Yep. How about three for 49.99? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there.
2: I'm just I'm not <laughs> complaining about that. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. You
0: know. <laughs> oh my. Well, guys, mm. that is our show for tonight. We mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed it. Um, next Monday, of course, is... I know I
1: enjoyed it. This mm-hmm. has been a phenomenal Hasn't place to have great? it, man. We got to. We have to do this again.
0: You, you, you would do it again. Oh you God. Would drive, yes. You would drive a different.
1: That's easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what Pat was thinking. What,
0: I don't know what's, you know, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, it was raining out
1: all the puddles. <laughs> fall. Maybe we can do an opus event here and then we'll, he'll have to come. Yeah. <laughs> or,
0: We'll just make sure that, you know, it's snowing, it's a blizzard, and we're doing Opus, and, oh, he'll just have to watch from afar, yeah, you two, know? two
1: and a half inches of snow. That's one half inch more than he wants to drive in because mm. his car will bottom out. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Well, you know, snow and ice mm-hmm. and that slush, you know, that, that rainwater can really do a number <laughs> on that cherry red finish. <laughs> That he has on his car, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't blame him for skipping out. No, I, I don't feel well, bad at all. Well,
1: um, geez. but you know, he obviously never saw. We the, still have
0: another half bottle of Woodford before we have to actually leave. He
1: obviously never. He obviously <laughs> yeah. never saw the Lexus commercials that we saw. You know, mm. during Christmas time when the Lexus mm-hmm. goes up like mountain. Top's and yeah, you know, blows through, blows through big snow big, drips big, and everything, big piles of no, no, snow. Like, and, what's that? What car is you know, that? Mm. Yeah,
0: it's what Santa drives. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who needs Rudolph <laughs> anymore? Um, those crazy looking headlights.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, next Monday, uh, for those of you who may not know, it's Valentine's Day. Aww. Oh. February 14th. Mm. The holiday of love. um, You know, it was a real trial finding somebody to be on the show on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, is Valentine's Day still even a thing? It's a Monday. I mean, who's, who's... So busy with their significant other that they can't do something on a Monday night. You know, who cares it's Valentine's Day. And wouldn't you do that Sunday or wouldn't you do it later in the week or something like that? Saturday. But, you know, because she loves us, Tequila Talia is going to be on the show with us next week. And she is bringing a very special bottle of red Spanish wine Mm -hmm. with her and... Wine is a and red wine in particular is a great Valentine's Day drink. Yes,
1: it is. And, and isn't
2: it her first Valentine's Day after being married too? No, she's been married for a while. Really? I thought yeah. she
1: just got married a couple of years ago. Are you she, sure? Yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. It, yeah. Well, it, time it just would, flies by. The
0: most—I mean, the most would be her second.
1: Yeah. But yeah, a couple of years ago, I think she mm-hmm. got
0: married. And we're going to be pairing said Spanish red wine. With the LFD Colorado Oscuro number 5. number 5, number five cigar. Life? And Cornell and Deal's Blockade Runner, mm. which is a new tobacco to Twins. It's been out for a while, I know, but it's new to Twins. And so we're really excited about that pairing and very excited that uh, Talia is uh, giving us her Valentine's Day evening so that she can be with us on the show. We will be back in Hooksit, perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe we'll just do it here. Maybe not. Maybe we'll Maybe just not. do it right here. Maybe we'll do it here.
1: <laughs> well, then again, she just says she doesn't travel to Massachusetts, so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, we'll see what happens, but either she way. At the border. Either way, we'll be back at 8 o'clock <laughs> next Monday right here on uh, Facebook and YouTube, and we hope you're with us, and that's not just blowing smoke. Thanks for being with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Come again. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke.
1: Rolling with the top down, smoking on a to cigar.